I'm going to be nice about this, but guys, we um, sometimes don't have the greatest ideas, okay? And honestly, I don't know if this is the greatest idea or not. I know where he's going. He's trying to be helpful. But how would you feel if you knew your wedding was about to get canceled because of the pandemic, okay? And your fiance comes to you and says, hey, why don't we just fake our wedding? <laughs> That's today on the show. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Welcome to Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. I'm Steve Kramer. This is a feel-good podcast I do with my mom every single day. Hopefully, you hit subscribe. And uh, shoot us a review, too, if you would. If you're an Apple podcast, hit the five-star if we earned it. We really appreciate that. Podcast got three principles. Live, laugh, love your mom. We live out loud. We laugh a lot. We love my mom, Nancy Yancey, my co-host. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. We got your Maggie on today, too. Hey, Mags. Hi. Um, I thought I thought we'd start the show off today with uh, something that happened on the radio show, which was talking about the name Karen. In case you don't know, you can listen to my radio show on demand, too. If you just type in Kramer and Jess on demand, actually, I'll put a link to it down in the show notes as well. So you can go and every day we upload the radio show. But we're talking about how Karen's, you know, the Karen name that is become synonymous with the Internet memes, which are about entitled women and you know what a Karen is probably by now. Uh, it's like my dad, but a woman. Uh, and so we um, <laughs> we started talking to we started talking about the name because apparently, like on dating apps, um, Karens are getting like thirty three percent less traction than women with other names, and uh, less women are naming their kids Karen because of the issue. Here, listen to this. Over the last couple of weeks. We have noticed a couple of different news stories that have come out talking about the name Karen. Mm-hmm. The one last week, Jess, was about baby names. Is that what it was? Yeah. So Karen is now one of the least chosen names now, like you have 2020 to name your child. Yep. A uh, new study out this morning says that it's not a good name to be if you're in the dating field either. Apparently, it's ruining love lives out there. Aww. If you are named Karen, you're getting 31% fewer matches on dating apps. <sighs> And 33% fewer responses to messages if your name is Karen. Aww. Now, if you're sitting here like, why? I don't understand why Karen. Like, what's what's the problem? In case you don't know, Karen has kind of become a nickname. And I'm going to read to the exact definition here of a quote. Ready? This is a quote from uh, dictionary.com. Okay. It is a, quote, obnoxious, angry, entitled middle-aged woman, white woman, sorry, who is uses her privilege to get what she wants. And to police other people's behavior. That's in that's in dictionary.com. Dictionary.com. No. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, it says it's featured in many memes. Karen is generally stereotyped as having a blonde bob haircut, asking to speak to a retail or restaurant manager <laughs> to voice complaints or to make demands. So I get a question. If your name really is Karen, mm-hmm. is it affecting your life? Yeah. Like how we need to have Karen Appreciation Day. Because I I'm sorry. If your name really is Karen, you have nothing to do with this. And if you're actually a nice person, if if we just described you, don't call. <laughs> yeah, okay? right. If, we, if you're if obnoxious, we just, yeah. angry, entitled, don't call. But if you're not, and you want to speak on, on behalf of the nice Karens, I don't know. We'll get a lot of calls on this. But I'll be curious. Is there one Karen willing to call in this morning? And say, you know what? 
damn it, we care and deserve a little bit of appreciation in this world. Yeah, and it is affecting me in my daily life. I'm a Marilyn Carolyn. <laughs> Karen and Karen. And we deserve... Some respect. We deserve respect. 410-583-1065. Call us up, all right, Karens? Carolyn, what part of Maryland do you live in? I live in Albertsburg. Okay, and... Uh, it's, it's my wife's sister. Help us out here. Is, is your life getting ruined because your name is Karen? <laughs> so, I will tell you that there was a long time where I didn't even know the meme existed. Oh, no. My Facebook oh, no. filtered it off my page. I couldn't see, like, I didn't see anything. So, my daughter brought it to my attention. And since then, it, I feel like it is everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you it experienced anything because your name is Karen? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, I had a, um, I ran a grocery store. I managed the Martins in Eldersburg. Yeah. And um, so I had a, a lady that um, was not not very nice, asked me what my name was. And when I told it to her, she said, of course, your name is Karen. Oh, <laughs> oh that is so mean. Shout out, Karen, man. Shout out, Karen. A Karen that cares yeah, what she and is. Yeah, you're just trying to do your actual job. And yeah. you, just because you manage a grocery store. Yeah, I just feel like, wow, wow. Poor Karen. Okay, there's one Karen. Let's check in with another Karen. Hello, other Karen. What uh, what <laughs> part of Maryland are you from? Um, I'm in Thinksburg. Perfect. Um, how is Karen affecting your life, Karen? Um, for me, really, it's just been to get a great laugh out of it. Is okay, that it? Good. Are you experiencing yeah, any um, kind of? Uh, well, first off, how long is your hair? Is it blonde? Um, it's kind of like a dirty blonde. Okay. 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 <laughs> hey, dirty Karen. That's what's up. <laughs> so, yeah, baby. <laughs> does anybody does, does anybody say anything to you or, or give you a hard time because your name is Karen? Um, not really a hard time. I've had people, you know, say like, well, what's, what's your name again? And I'm like, Karen, I say, but don't hold it against me. Okay. <laughs> they, they immediately start laughing. And, you know, they're like, oh, no, you know. And, and I'm like, well, you know. I've once had someone tell me that, you know, if you can laugh at the jokes and the memes, then you're really not a Karen. Okay. So, Valid. I'll take that. Okay. I, it's Lily, listen to her. She sounds lovely. She sounds pleasant. When's, when's the last time you had to complain to a manager? Be honest. Oh, my goodness. Not for a while. Do you see what I mean? See, exactly. It's just a She's terrible just minding her own business, living her <laughs> life. Karen, thank you so much. I'm saying, <laughs> man, we love you. Thank you. You're very welcome. Your name is Karen, right? Yes, it is. Perfect. Um, my name is... Karen Neville. Karen Neville. Here she is. A Karen. Karen, how long is your hair? Be honest. <laughs> um, it's about uh, shoulder length, maybe a little bit longer. Jeez. And what what color is your hair, Karen? My hair is chestnut brown. Okay, okay. so we're fine. Okay, we're, good. We're, good, okay. we're good. We're good. We're <laughs> good. So, <laughs> Karen, is is being Karen affecting your life right now? It is in the weirdest way, and I have to be honest. I want to talk to somebody's manager about this. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? That's what, I, that's what I say to almost anybody I call. I'm like, hi, my name is Karen, and I'd like to talk to your manager. <laughs> I mean, but do you really? That's funny, by the way. Do you uh, do you experience anything because your name is Karen? Obviously, this whole internet, you know, craze over the last year has really taken a taken a turn on poor Karens. I think the thing I experience the most is embarrassment. Yeah. I'm like embarrassed that my name is Karen, and that's not that's not cool. Yeah, that's not fun. I, I just I like my name. I know a lot of Karens, and they're all cool. And so you're almost like embarrassed to say your name. Yeah. And See, I feel bad for poor Karens. So <laughs> so once and for all, for everyone listening right now, and that may have a negative connotation about your name, what would you like to say to them? Don't believe the hype. Yes. <laughs> Love a Karen. 
<laughs> love a Karen love today. A Karen. Today is love a Karen day. Yes. And just because their name is Karen doesn't mean they fit that stereotype. Yes. That's why it's called a stereotype. It's true. L- love a Karen. That's what we're going to do today. <laughs> All right, Karen, thank you so much. Uh, yeah, so mom, my mom came up with an idea, and <laughs> I don't know how this is going to go, but we'll we'll give it a shot, mom. We'll give okay. it a shot. What did you want to do today? Okay, so I want to talk about Stephen, according to the Urban Dictionary. And how did you? How do you even know what Urban Dictionary is? What do you mean? Who how doesn't? Do you know what, how do you know what? Ur- Who doesn't know Urban I, Dictionary? I just, <laughs> I just, Maggie, would you expect mom to know what Urban Dictionary no, is? No, no. I don't even know yeah, how this, she found that. I don't know. What? I don't know. How, like, how did you, did you see this on a different website or something? I just don't know how my mom knows Urban Dictionary. I don't know. I've been looking at it for a long time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I what find it quite at? amusing. I may not look at it yeah, every day, you? but it is, fun. <laughs> it is fun to look up stuff on it. Is it your homepage? No, it's not on my homepage. Okay. All right. Well, so my mom wants to go through and look at our names on Urban Dictionary and see and see what they mean. Okay. So and let's that, let's go right ahead, Mom. And Maggie, I'm glad you're here because you can chime in to see if this is true. Okay. Stephen will drive you wild. <laughs> true. He is the he is the most caring, loving, mm-hmm. yep. deep, devoted yep. boyfriend in the mm-hmm. entire universe. Mm-hmm. Can't say about boyfriend. Mm. Uh, I don't know. Miss <laughs> <laughs> California may say otherwise. So, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Stevens like to know they are cared for. So make yes. sure you tell them how special they are to you as tell me all the time. much as you can. Steve, yep. Stevens are the kind of people who could come into your life in two seconds and leave a mark. Mm-hmm. Well, may tell mm-hmm. you how to feel about him, but never listen. Nothing is worth losing him. Stevens oh. tend to dwell in the past a lot. <laughs> they- this is all an urban dictionary. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like mom wrote this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I submitted it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well. I, I won't say yay or nay about that. Okay. They feel like the past is just as important as today. So try not to make mistakes that hurt him. Stevens are very blunt. They tell you how it is and how it's going to be. Sometimes yep. you want to strangle him. <laughs> but it isn't possible to be mad for too long. Always be there for him, no matter what. He loves memories. He's the biggest sweetheart you will ever meet. Never, this is so long. Never let him Are go. Sure Mama's there. <laughs> she Nancy's much this. shorter. Nancy's wow. much shorter. Never doubt him or yourself. He hates to be doubted. He will pour his heart out to you and do whatever it takes to make you change your mind. He has the most beautiful brown eyes. <laughs> no. And they make you melt every single time you look at them. He's truly, no, I guess why I don't let her pick content. He's truly perfect. So You're going to love this. He's truly perfect. He's so smart. He has the mm-hmm. best personality a boy could have. 
<laughs> and we love music. Sometimes you feel like he's too good for you, and he thinks you're too good for him. In my case, he's too good for me. All the girls love Stephen, but who can blame him? Don't let your jealousy take control of your action, but actions because he loves you and only you. <laughs> who wrote this? <laughs> Stephen, oh, too boy. good to be true. Love, angel, devotion, trust. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. All right. Well, let's go. That was to, a little uh, generous. To... That was a little generous. <laughs> Maggie, that's pretty close to what I am. Minus the eyes part, I feel like it was dead on. Uh, all right. Well, let's look up. Let's look up Nancy. What does Nancy say in UrbanDictionary.com? Oh boy. Hold on. Now you're getting technical for me. Let's see. <laughs> let me let me do it. Let me do it. This will take all minute. day with mom. Hang on. No, I looked it up earlier, but I don't think I saved it. <laughs> okay, I can let me do it. This will be. It's much shorter than be... yours, though. Oh, here it all is. Right, let me do. Here it is. Well, maybe not. It's fine. Let me just let me just look it up. Okay, mm-hmm. Nancy on Urban Dictionary. Here we go. I've got it. <laughs> no, it's okay. I got it. Let me just. <laughs> Nancy, I feel like I feel like there's another long one. So let's see. It's not. um, It's short. Well, mine's long. So here we go. Uh, Truly, that kindest person you'll meet. She really does care for people, going out of her way to make people feel better. She's quite the charmer, and she's just the right amount of crazy. (laughs) You'll be extremely (laughs) lucky to be her friend, and you should savor every moment you spend with her because. Uh, each and every moment with her is better than the last. She's not afraid to say what she uh, what's on her mind, which most of the time makes her very easy to talk to. She's also uh, she also totally loves huskies. So. No, no, I no? Lo- no, I don't. I don't love huskies. I've never had a husky. I might love them if I had one. I love Labradors and I love Golden Retrievers and I love Kiki and I love Winnie. <laughs> Do you see why? Do you see why mom doesn't get a big content on the show? Yeah. Okay, one more. Now I feel like we have to do. We have to do Maggie's. Mm-hmm. Um, Margaret. Here we go. Well, do you want Margaret or do you want Maggie? I don't Whichever know. What do you has want? The best Mags? definition. <laughs> <laughs> do Maggie. Maggie. Okay. okay. <laughs> Maggie is a girl who is hard to get and doesn't fall in love easy. Mm. Uh, a non-complicated girl <laughs> mm, who any guy would be lucky to have. She's strong, independent girl who is loving and caring towards other. She is always laughing and smiling. Sometimes her insecurities get to her. Mm -hmm. And she is one unique beauty who doesn't give up on anything quickly. At times, she is confusing, but things will clear up uh, fast and easy. Her beauty draws you like a magnet, a shy girl at first. But once you get to know her, she is crazy and fun. You can never be sure. uh, You can never be sure that you know everything about her. She's very understanding and considerate of others' feelings. Mm. Uh, she always gives out great advice and is one amazing person who can always make you smile and laugh. She is mostly unpredictable and probably one of the best friends you'll ever have. Whoop, whoop. Steven, <laughs> you, you downplayed that. Every single well, nice I mean, thing something. you said, you're like, nope. Nope. I don't know. I don't know that you are uh, very understanding. I'd say some of those things are true. Do you think you're an understanding person? To some people more than others. <laughs> How much to me? Probably isn't the place to air out family drama, but. <laughs> How much do you understand me? 
one percent. Yeah, <laughs> I'm being honest. That sounds about right. <laughs> sounds about right. Um, okay, so good, good, good idea, mom. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to edit it. My mom, she, she, I, f- I feel, I feel bad for my mom because I always give her a hard time because I feel like she doesn't bring enough content to the show. But then she brings stuff, and I'm like, well, that wasn't a home run. Go on the, go on the certified fan page and let us know how that last segment was. Was that a home run? Did we, did we, did we missed the mark on that one, or okay? From um, what you know of us, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Kramer uh, eight. Yeah, call us and and let us know. Uh, okay. I want to talk to Dramaggy because a couple things. It'll be kind of a wedding focused podcast today. Um, Maggie, where are you and John in the wedding planning process? John is her fiance. March 15th is a tentative date. 13th. March 13th is the tentative Don't date. Be so what's Steven? Well, yeah, <laughs> I'll be there on the 15th. Uh, what's the. Uh, well, you know, I missed I missed a friend's wedding one time. I know. Uh, that's I, why I say. I know. Uh, Tom Burgess's wedding. I totally, I totally slipped my mind. I forgot to go. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, I really did. I remember. I remember. Um, so we were, I was, this was, I was in Panama City. It was forever ago. Uh, when, when, you know, my buddy Dan talked about a lot. His twin brother, Tom, was getting married. And he uh, literally, uh, we were driving down the street and, and my ex-wife was like, oh, my God. Uh, did you see the pictures of the wedding? And I was like, what wedding? <laughs> Literally, I said the royal wedding because this is like right when I, I forget somebody, one of the, one of the royal, not the most recent royal wedding, but the one before it was. And I was like, the royal wedding? William That's how, like, and not, Kate. Is that what it was? I no, it was the so. one before that, wasn't it? They they just got married. This oh. is the one before that, whoever was before that. Hmm. Um, and so I, um, I wasn't even thinking about it. And then she's like, no, Tom and his wife. And I was like, oh my God, I totally forgot. <laughs> I totally forgot to go to their wedding. Just straight up forgot. RCP and totally forgot. Hmm. Uh, so, Maggie, where are you guys in the wedding planning process? So, we're like right in the thick of trying to decide if we're going to move forward with March 13th and how we're going to move forward. Which is tricky. And what are you like? Well, yeah, right. Right. We're talking about yesterday. We spent a lot. Yesterday's podcast was kind of a heavy one because we were spending so much time like... um just talking about how we're just angry at coronavirus right now. I feel like a lot of people are frustrated with it. Just like, what are we supposed to do? Like, we're trying to be on our best behavior, but it's been eight, nine months now. Uh, so what are you what are you leaning for towards right now? Do you think you're gonna you're gonna keep it or no? Uh, I don't know. I go back and forth, but I think, you know, we do wanna get married. We want to get married that day. Um mm-hmm. and I just don't know if it will be, you know, just family or if it will have a smaller party. Um, yeah. but we're hoping to still move forward with that day and have some sort of memorable day and just get married. But, you know, the church is limiting the size and <clears throat> the venue is also limiting the size. And so we're just trying to figure out what this might look like. And it's so hard because, you know, you have to send invitations in advance and we don't know in advance what the day is going to look like. So it's literally like weighing all the options when you don't know, have a clue what that you know, what, right. Where we'll be in March. Um, right. So it's sort of driving me crazy. Well, you, uh, you and John have started doing your premarital counseling. Now I kind of forget what that was all about. I, me and my ex-wife went through it and I think there were so many warning signs in there that I just wanted to (laughs) ignore. Um, 
I forget uh, what all they were, but I remember like, oh yeah, we probably should have talked about that before. We're like just a few months away from our wedding, but oh well. Uh, I'm sure it'll be fine. Um, where are you guys? How did that? I forget how many there are and how you do it and yeah. what's what is so, it. John is Catholic and I'm Episcopalian and in the Catholic church for the marriage to be honored in the Catholic church, you have to do premarital counseling with the Catholic church. Okay. Um, so we had some options to like different programs to choose from. And so we picked the, uh, sponsor couple. So we work with another couple actually, instead of a priest, because we'll work with a priest on the Episcopal side. Um, so we're getting all angles. <laughs> premarital yeah. counseling. But yeah. you, um, I don't know if you have seen the movie License to Wed with Mandy Moore and Robin Williams. And they like go through premarital mm. and the priest is like, you need to watch it. But anyway, that's literally us where, you know, <laughs> you like, we had our first meeting with this other couple. And John. But you meet, you meet with another couple? Yeah. So you meet with a married couple that's oh, kind okay. of gone through it, you know, and they kind of talk, you go through a workbook together and they talk about like real life scenarios and how they've worked through it, which is actually why I like it. Um, kind of getting that firsthand opinion, but, um, right. John, like, you know, where I'm like, okay, don't be late. Like do n- we have to be there and just have be put together. We were going to go in person. We talked to them about it. We're like, okay, don't be late. So he like texts me the night before and he's like, oh my gosh, I had to work. I had to do surgery on a patient that is positive with coronavirus. Oh God. And so I wake up to that text and I'm like, okay, it's fine. It's fine. You know, and then John's like, a, she, John's a heart surgeon, by the way, just for, for reference. Yeah. And you were wondering what he's doing. Yes. And then like, as the day goes on, I'm like, well, he definitely has COVID and like, I'm going to get COVID for sure. So I can't see him for, you know, 14 days. Like, so all of this is like going through my mind. So John gets off work and I'm like, I mean, we, you have, you have to get tested. Like, this is not, you know, I'm like panicking. Um, <laughs> But I mean, he made a good point with that is that the patient was intubated. So basically they're breathing through an air tube, right? They're not breathing out into the, and they're in full PPE, um, and 95 masks and all that. So he honestly is fine, but, um, we didn't want to risk it and go to this other couple's house and be like, well, we're just, (laughs) you know, operating on a coronavirus patient. Right. So on top of that, we, we did it over zoom, but he and I were in different houses. (laughs) Like it was, I like get on. I'm like, this is just gonna be like super awkward. <laughs> like, yeah, they're like, you guys can't be in the same house. Yeah, uh, yeah. it's not so a good like, start. No, it was like video call, and of course they were laughing. They're like, you guys are definitely in the same house. You just don't want us to think that you're like living in this under the same roof or something. But they're we, like, no, I'm just crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um. So it was fine, but you know, we're starting that process, which is something. I don't really, yeah, I don't really remember. I don't really remember the process of what they, like, what do they ask you or what do you have to talk about? I don't really remember. Um, the only well, part right I remember is they about, talked like, about, we talked about debt was the only thing I remember talking about. Cause Shannon was like in a lot of debt, like, like business debt at that point. And I was like, Ugh. so yeah. I think that's the last time her and I actually communicated in her whole process. <laughs> I mean, this, <laughs> this was really good because it was the first session and they had you like, do a little worksheet before where you think about your life growing up and, you know, his life growing up. And I actually wrote down my perspectives of why I think he is a certain way or why he does things a certain way. Yeah. Um, And then you compare it. So it was pretty cool, but it goes really in depth, like family environment, you know, what were traditions that were important to you? 
you know, what was the what, role of the what did mother? you say? Elf on the shelf. <laughs> yeah. Holiday. <laughs> Josephina, the elf yeah. on the shelf. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think, uh, we gotta be careful because I think kids might listen to this podcast, but, um, yeah, Maggie, uh, Maggie, uh, Maggie believed, uh, has Christmas in her heart for a very long time. <laughs> I, she was like 20, 22 years old in college and Elf yeah, on the Shelf still came to visit her. Very special to me. We have a really yeah. good relationship still to this day. <laughs> little did I know okay. I would have censored my notes to her a little bit if I had known the full story, but like what what did you say? <laughs> it was just, you know, airing out dirty laundry about my mom. Yeah, why do you why do you talk so much trash about us, Maggie? I, I I'll tell like you a funny fishing. story. I'll tell you a funny story about Maggie. And this last time I ever went to go see about y'all. Yes, you do. No, Maggie, do the last time you ruined Santa Claus for me, you personally ruined okay. Santa Claus for me. <laughs> Three years old, Stephen. Like. So we, I, I'm, I was like at a point where, and again, we'll, we'll be careful with this conversation, but um, you know, sometimes kids are too big to go sit on Santa's lap, right? They weigh too much. Right. Uh, yep. and so I was, I was like nine, 10, I don't know, old, older child, <laughs> Uh, mm-hmm. and, and Dramaggie was still young and I was, thought I'd be a big brother and risk Santa's leg being hurt and go sit on <laughs> Santa's lap with her. So we like stand this long ass line and then we get to the front and, sh- uh, we go to sit on Santa's lap and, uh, you know, he, he asked Maggie, has she been good? And she's like, yeah. And everything was fine. He turned to me. He's like, have you been good this year? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, no, he has not. And literally, like, went over a whole list of things with Santa. And I was like, this is so I have been saving up that whole year. I had a list. I was ready to go. Mag, that's terrible. Waiting. That's terrible, Mag. Well, anyway, that's uh, that's dramatic. Dramatic Maggie. Dramatic over here. And, uh, well, good luck with the, the whole – were there any kind of awkward questions in the um, – no, not yet. I think they will talk about like natural family planning. What does that mean? Having sex? <laughs> yeah. No birth control. Because what? Oh, like that's that's uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Lil, we'll let's know how that one that. goes. I wonder how awkward that's <laughs> going to be. Um, <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, it should be it should be very interesting. <laughs> um, okay, let me give you a quick update, really quick, before we move on to our quote. Remember how I told you that. My neighbor, I think, is having an affair, but I'm not quite sure. And I, he hasn't been, he hasn't been here the last couple of days. He just walked in his house right now. He is a doctor because he just took off a white coat. So um, I, I hear that all doctors have affairs, Maggie. That's the that's the rumor. Steven. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, no, but the, the neighbor. Does uh, everyone I always on this the, podcast hear how mean he is? Let's Maggie, just, I'm not. Let's go ahead and start this. <laughs> I uh no, I've been wondering what this like what he does and like kind of more about their lives. So he's definitely a doctor because he just came in the house. It's uh about six thirty and he just walked in the house and took off a white coat. So I'm assuming he's a doctor. I told you that it's it's like a nice house across the way. So I'm assuming that he's a doctor of sorts. Okay. Anyway, um we'll keep you posted on the whole affair situation. But they haven't been home. No one's been in the house the last couple of days. So I don't really know. There's not really been much of a story. Yeah, he's got blue scrubs on underneath it. Do doctors wear blue scrubs and white coats, or do they just wear white coats? Both. Okay. So then he, yeah, he's some kind of doctor of some sort. Okay. That's the latest on the neighbor affair situation. Uh, <laughs> Mom, let's go ahead and get to our uh, quote for today. Okay. And I'm glad Mags is here. Never regret a day in your life. Good days give happiness. Bad days give experience. Worst days give lessons. 
and best days give memories unknown. Yep. <laughs> right? Okay. <laughs> Do you find that one in Urban know. Dictionary too? <laughs> I don't think so. But okay. anyway. Uh, but, yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's really true. Um, I can't, I can't think of many, well, shit, there are definitely some bad days I've been through that I, I don't really know what the meaning of them were, but through, I think a lot of hard days, I look back and I'm like, Hey, because of that, I learned this or I learned that, or it took me in this direction or that direction. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still say there are some days that I look back on, I don't know what they meant or what the reason of them was for, you know, um, well, maybe not yet. Yeah, maybe not Your yet. Not yet. When you're 67, they may make sense. How about yeah. you, Mag? Is Mag yeah, still there? Yeah, I think it. Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> just a board, I think. No, She's I think, sleeping. I was just thinking about it. I, I think, yeah, I think things do start to make sense as you kind of go through life. I don't know, y'all. I'm not an insight person like mom. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> now he's not very deep. I was it's all fat. Uh, talking about dramatic stories, not to give yeah. a kind of insight <laughs> life right now. <laughs> we'll we'll, well leave, just we'll leave it. my pay grade. Yeah. Just remember yeah. that, Meg. You never regret a day in your life. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm tired. All right. There's there's to Maggie. Okay. Uh gonna come back in a second with um with our uh, ask my mom for today. How do you feel about faking a wedding? Faking a wedding. I'll explain what that means and, and do you think he should even suggest this to his fiance here in just a couple seconds on the certified mama's boy podcast? Uh let's remind you, Maggie, when's the when's the last time you bought new sheets? Sheets? Yeah. Maybe like two years ago. Yeah. Uh, it's something, not something that a lot of people think about. It's like one of those things that like you don't necessarily yeah, buy them until ew. like they rip or anything, you know, like uh, and, and think two years of sheets is actually kind of a long time. Like two years of just whatever premarital. Really what longer. What yeah. did you just call it, Maggie? <laughs> natural planning yeah (laughs) whatever you're doing on your whatever it is that you were doing on your bed uh no but maybe for the holidays i want you to think about getting some of these linen fit sheets that we've been talking about on the podcast linen fit sheets have this patented stay fit technology which is really cool because maggie i don't know how how does john sleep does he stay in one one place or does he roll around what kind of sleeper is he he rolls for sure yeah yeah. So for people like that, it's like the worst. If you're especially if you're a stay stiller or if you're both rollers, it's actually just both just a bad situation because you know, you all of a sudden you hear that pop in the corner of the bed because the, the sheets are coming off. Well, with linen fit sheets, you don't have to worry about that. Plus, making your bed is super easy and quick to do and frustration free. So, you know, I'm thinking this, I'm thinking ahead for the holidays. I'm trying to figure out like a good gift for you to give your, you know, your significant other or possibly to give uh, you know, your family. I'm thinking about getting a pair for my mom and my dad because I yes. as you get older mom i'd have to assume that putting on sheets is getting more challenging so hmm. on top of that they are uh they, oh, excuse me did i, did I offend you <laughs> I, like I, was, I don't know like it's necessarily challenging but you do know you do know that it, she's it's challenging okay i'll tell you this thing. wait do we say it again i said she, for, sheets are one of my favorite things i love oh. them yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. A nice pet, like yeah. a nice set of sheets is really nice. It's a nice reward mm-hmm. for you. So treat yourself or treat somebody else this holiday season with linen fit sheets. Highly recommended. Right now, linen fits offering listeners of Certified Mama's Boy 20% off their purchase uh, site wide. Let linenfit.com. When you use the code Kramer at checkout, it's L I N E N F I T.com. Linenfit.com. Use the code Kramer for 20% off at checkout at linenfit and linenfit.com. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, let's uh, get to ask my mom and like faking a wedding. Okay, he's gonna he wants to pitch this to his fiance, but before we're gonna have Dramagi on to see how she would feel about this and. You too, because I don't know. As dudes, I don't know. We, we miss the mark on these sometimes. Uh, first, though, hi to all of our certified fans. Thank you so much for supporting the show. We really appreciate that. Certified. Actually, I'm getting pretty pumped for a couple of reasons. Let me tell you why. Number one, we're going to revamp the certified fans program come January. And if you're already in, great. Like Nothing, nothing changes for you. But you're going to get a few new perks you didn't have before. Uh, but there's going to be some some perks for people like longevity. People that are, uh, that the longer you stay in, the more perks you're going to get. So... Uh, there's something a little special for anybody that's what's the word I'm looking for? Not longevity, mom, but your uh, your what's the word I'm looking for here? Yeah, like faithfulness. Yeah, like what? Yeah, yeah. For for those that are faithful to the program and have been here, especially through the move and the transition, I just want to do a little special extra thank you for those that have been you know here for for a longer time. So you're gonna get for those that are already in, like just know that your seniority. Your patronage uh, is going to be <laughs> well received come uh, come the new year. So if you want to go ahead and get in on certified fans, just text the word fans. It's five dollars a month. It's, it doesn't cost much. Uh, so if you want to support the podcast and just know that you know we don't, I don't make a dollar off this podcast. I, I keep I want to reiterate that I don't make any money off this podcast. I just um, all I do is just keep investing it back in because I want to make this thing big, man. You know, I really want to make this thing big. So. If you will uh, just text the word fans, F-A-N-S to 888-Kramer8, 888-K-R-A-M-E-R-8, or go in the show notes and click on certified fans, and we can make you a certified fan today. And when you do, when you join, you get a whoop whoop. You get a discount in the merch store, and you get a whoop whoop. Um, so uh, we actually have a new certified fan today, Mom. Oh, fantastic. Which is exciting. And she is from Lakeland, Florida. Wow. Uh, her name is, let me see. Her name is Teresa, Teresa J. Teresa J from Lakeland, Florida. That's really cool. Hey, whoop, whoop to Teresa. Yeah. yeah thank you so much for, uh, and how'd you find us? I'm, I'm trying to, I'm kind of curious how Lakeland, I wonder if that's a Holly and Miguel listener. Uh, I always find it interesting people that, you know, from all over the country, all over the world, mm-hmm. listen to this podcast. And that's always think it's really cool for you. And thank you so much for connecting with us and uh, however it is you found us. Uh, really quick, I want to say a couple things before we get to this too. So, uh, by the way, text fans, F-A-N-S to 888 Kramer. Please remember to vote for our podcast, for Podcast Magazine. If you text the word yeah. vote, V-O-T-E to 888-Kramer8. Maggie, when's the last time you voted for your family's podcast? Yesterday. Did you? Yeah. Well, that's nice. Thank you. I'm trying to catch you off guard there. Um, (laughs) So we are going to be featured in a January edition of Podcast Magazine. We're not just on the Hot 50 list. We're going to get our very own article written about us. And so one thing we can't have is us falling off the Top 50 chart, right? Like we have to (laughs) – we got to stay up there. Like I would really prefer to stay at number one. I mean, sorry, number two. I don't want to be number one, I want to be number two. So um, yeah, if you'll just text the word vote, V-O-T-E to 888-Kramer8, huge help, huge help. So uh, thank you for that. Also this week, um, 
one more little bit, bit of housekeeping really quick is uh, it is Cheese May week in the merch store. So everything that is Cheese May related has, is uh, on, on sale this week. So the Give Me the Cheese May mug, the uh, the wine glass, the rosé and Cheese May wine glass, and the Born for the Cheese May onesie uh, all on sale right now over in the merch store. So go, uh, go get that. If you're like, how do I get to the merch store? It's easy. You just text the word merch, M-E-R-C-H. To 888 Kramer 8. Those are great gifts. Now the holidays are coming up. Um, we, you know, they we're gonna have a Black Friday sale, just to let you know for the merch store, but it's not gonna be any more than what's going on in the merch store right now. If you're a certified fan this week, you're also gonna get an additional five percent off. Um, so go to the, the Facebook page um and look for your discount code in there to get five additional percent off. And thank you again for just being a certified fan. New merch coming, by the way. Uh, we're gonna have at least two, if not three, new items in the merch store. On Black Friday, that'll launch on Black Friday. So um, hopefully you can go support. I'm really excited. My mom knows about one that I'm excited about. So mm-hmm. uh, we'll launch that on the first. No, what day is that? 26th? Whatever day that is. I don't even know what day that is. Black Friday is on the 27th. On the okay. 27th. So go uh, go support. And go in the show notes for all that information. Everything's listed right in the show notes for all everything we just talked about. Okay. Ask My Mom is an advice segment that we do uh, twice a week, Tuesday, Thursday. And if you have a question, you want to run by us and, of course, the whole family, uh, podcast family, and you can call in if you've got some advice. We, I think that's where this segment really comes alive, not just the three of us. But if you've got some advice, you can call 888-Kramer8 or you can always text us. We'd love to hear from you and give you know, your advice on this, too. All right. This one's about faking a wedding. And he said, Kramer, my dude, I have an idea to run by you and your mom and your sister because I know she's getting married, too. Uh, we are going to have to cancel our January wedding, and my wife is bummed about it. It's her first marriage, my second. There are so many things she thinks she's going to miss out on. Father-daughter dance, our first dance, walking down the aisle. And one thing she told me that she's really sad about is not having the photos. I want to pitch to her the idea that we fake our wedding photos. See, we have to get married for health benefits, or we're going to have to go get married in the courthouse in January. And the only thing that is non-refundable is the photographer and the wedding cake. So I was thinking about telling her, let's just stage some pictures of us cutting a cake, dancing with her dad, our first dance. She's being really sensitive about the wedding. So I think I would ask the fam first. Okay. Yeah, weddings are, I, I honestly, I don't It's my mind's been so long. I don't remember. I don't, I'm sure I was sensitive about mine. <laughs> Um, but how do we feel about faking? I mean, 2020 is crazy. Uh, Dramaggy can tell you it's, it's, it's pain in the ass right now oh, to try to plan yes. a wedding and like go back and forth and this date, that date. Um, how do we feel about faking wedding photos for anyone that's getting married in 2020? Um, Maggie, you want to start with this? Yeah. Um, first of all, I totally understand the sensitivity piece to it. I am there as well. Um, and I, I said the same thing to my mom the other day, just, you know, you don't want to miss out on those special moments. And I think ultimately, you know, the pandemic will pass. It might be two, three years. I hope not, but the pandemic will pass. So with that, just know that you, you can have a wedding, right? It just might not be right now. Right. You can have a wedding anytime. (laughs) Um, and I would say really make you know, I would do photos as the day is for the wedding and just make it really, really special. If it's in the, I don't know. Can you bring a photographer into the courthouse? Uh, that I'm not can. sure. I don't know. I think you can. Um, 
but like make it special and have you know some cool more like vintage photos in front of the courthouse and have people outside maybe maybe surprise her and have you know a couple friends outside if they can come um i mean how would you that day how would you feel if John came to that? Listen, like, we're just going to fake the wedding pretty much. We're just going to fake these photos, like first dance, no. uh, cutting a cake. Obviously there's no one. No. It's still the same thing, right? Like there's not, these don't have like a crowd around you. So. But like, what's the, my question is, what's the purpose? Like the purpose of a photo is to remember the memory. Right. So is that the, like, what's the goal of that? To just remember well, that. Yeah, maybe in the in the and again, I, I'm we, that's all we know is what we have in front of us. But like, hell, it's it's you know also 2020, the world we live in, where all you want to do is show off your life and hey, look at me, look at yeah. me, look at my wedding, look at this, you know. Um, I if that's you're gonna important fake a wedding, to her. Just that's important because she obviously said like I want you know I'm sad we're not gonna have the photos. So just imagine right. that. How would you honestly? How would you react if John came, your fiance came to you and was like? Hey, listen, why don't we just fake it? Like, let's just like, we already got a photographer. We already got the cake. Let's just like go fake our first dance. You can go fake dancing with your dad and that'll be it. I would say no. Because the photo is all about the memories to me. So yeah. I would just, I would say, let's take it photo of what the day was. And, and just take have it some cool the photos of, Yeah. Yeah. I've uh, seen some really cool photos there. Mom, what do you think about all that? I think that you should do whatever makes the two of you happy. But do you think That's it's too sensitive to bring up to her? Like, is that too... No. Is, is it insensitive? I don't. I don't. I mean, it's his wedding, too. And yeah. if he has an idea about it, he should be able to express it to her. And yeah. tell her how he feels about it. And then the two of them can ne- negotiate it. Maggie, would you want John to even pitch that idea? Or would you want him just to like <laughs> just keep it to himself? <laughs> Probably not. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know like, when you're in the not. middle of it, and yeah, that's why the term bridezilla like, exists. Why do we like, do you, that? Yeah, you get crazy. Like your brain gets crazy when you're when you're planning a wedding. Like it just does. And so I think I mean, our, our, I was say our logical brains are probably like, I mean, who cares? But like when it's your wedding and your day and, mm-hmm. you know, it may be a little bit more sensitive than to everybody else. Right. But right. I think you do have yeah. a great valid point, Maggie. I mean, it is about the actual day and it is about what's happening. And just think about the memories that you'll have to share with your children and grandchildren that you got married in a pandemic. I yeah. mean, how novel is that going to be, hopefully, to them? Yeah. Like that will probably I have an idea. happen in their life. All right, okay? Maggie's got an, an idea. idea. What's up? <laughs> so if you can get a photographer to just document the day, I think that's great. But I think it'd be really cool to give, like, as part of a wedding gift, a Polaroid. Is it Polaroid that does, like, the photos immediately? Yeah. Uh-huh. Do a Polaroid camera to, and you guys document the day. So, like, get a cake and take a selfie of you two cutting the cake together and, like, make it something really cool and special like that and personal. Yeah. But you'd still have photos of the day. That's pretty cool. That's a good idea. Well, uh, how about know. women chime in on this too? Like, would you, does he broach this topic? I, to me, I don't know. I don't, I don't have a, I don't care. I think it's more of a woman thing. I don't, I mean, I remember being a little bit crazy about my wedding, but I don't really, I, it's like, I'm so anti-wedding now that it's just whatever. So, um, <laughs> a, I think that like, you could really be helpful in this situation. If you've got like, is that even a topic to broach or no? 
Phone number 888-Kramer8, 888-K-R-A-M-E-R-8. And I think that's all we got for today, family. <laughs> okay. Thanks for all having right. me on. Yeah, thanks for coming on, Meg. I'm, I'm being with both of you. Yep. Okay. All right. Love you guys. Love you, love you both. Love you forever. Okay, let's get to the good news for today. Uh, first, thanks a lot for being here. Just appreciate it. I don't know if I've expressed that enough to you, but I appreciate you. I do, man. I love this podcast. I just want to see it get bigger and bigger. So just know every time you come and you download an episode or listen to it, uh, you're supporting. And that's really helpful. So thank you for doing that and just checking out whenever you get a chance. All right, this story happened right up the street from me over in Pennsylvania. Um, they, you know, it's uh, it's been crazy. It's been a crazy year. Did you know that? <laughs> we talked about that enough. There's a, a pair of Pennsylvania dads that challenged each other to a bake-off back in April after they both made cookies uh, on the same day, and it led to an ongoing good deed in their community. It was like a, a good deed off, if you will. Scott McKenzie and his pal, Jeremy Urich, decided they were going to put their chocolate chip cookies to good use and gave them to frontline heroes as a thank you during the pandemic. The dad duo then created Cookies for Caregivers. It's a group that invited others to make treats for first responders and businesses. Since April, more than 100 bakers have gotten involved baking and delivering more than 15,000 snickerdoodles, sugar cookies, and more to workers at hospitals, grocery stores, fire departments, and more. Um, they said, this was, um, this was uh, Jeremy. Jeremy said, we wanted to let people know that we care about you. We recognize you, and we aren't forgetting about everything that you're doing. This is just a small way for us to say thank you and showing gratitude for what you've been doing and continue to do throughout the pandemic. So I thought that was a, a nice little feel-good story out of PA. Um, this story, this is crazy. Talk about chance meetups. Like sometimes I feel like the universe just aligns you with people that you need to help or need to help you. So it was a chance meeting that led to an act of kindness that helped, uh, uh, sorry, helped to change a homeless man's life for the better. After missing the uh, last train home in London one night, Charlotte Ellis and her boyfriend Taylor were stuck in the cold, and a guy named Joey offered to loan them his coat and the blanket. She accepted. She's cold, right? And she started to get to know Joey, figuring out that if he came to the rescue, that she should return the favor. So Charlotte then insisted for Joey to come home with them so that he could get hot, a hot meal and a shower. Um, he thought she was joking, but he finally agreed. They uh, they talked to this man for hours and they got to know him in his story. The couple and the loved ones then helped Joey get a haircut, a phone, a new clothes, and soon lined up an interview, which then led to a job. And now they've become friends and have helped Joey turn his life around. Charlotte says that we treat him like we would anyone else just because someone is quote unquote homeless. It doesn't make them any less of a human uh, to, to me or you. They're just like me and you. And that's cool. I mean, I, I, I give to the homeless. So I have a few extra bucks, you know, I'll roll my window down. I don't know how to invite one into my house though, but like because of that chance and that taking that risk, like look what happened, you know, like now it's should turn that man's life around. So I think that's a really cool feel good story out there. Okay. We started the show talking about Karen and how that poor name has just wreaked havoc for so many people. Um, is I, I was trying to find the origin of where that started and it's a little vague. Uh, Jay Farrow, who is a comedian on SNL. I don't know if he's still, I don't think he's still on there anymore. Uh, but he thinks he claimed that he, he was the one that said it, but I think the first, instance the internet can find of it like being made fun of was actually a Dane Cook clip. Remember Dane Cook, the comedian? Listen to this. So I'm hanging out with all my buddies 
And um, I realized something. I realized something. Think of the group of people you've known the longest in your life. Think of the group of friends that you've hung out with the most. Maybe you're all here tonight. And this is what I've realized. I had an epiphany. And here it is right here. There is one person in every group of friends that nobody fucking likes. <laughs> you basically keep them there to hate their guts. <laughs> when that person is not around the rest of your little base camp, your hobby is cutting that person down. Example, Karen is always a douchebag. Every group has a Karen, and she's always a bag of douche. And when she's not around, you just look at each other and go, God, Karen, she's such a douchebag. Until she walks up, and then you're like, hey, what's up, Karen? Karen, what's up, Karen? We don't know where the Karen history came from, but it's here. It's here to stay. Poor Karens. I feel bad for Karens. All right. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Back tomorrow with uh, a moment in Kramer history. Please, if you get a chance, uh, go vote for us in Podcast Magazine. We'd really appreciate that. Just text the word vote, V-O-T-E, to 888-Kramer8. And tomorrow, we will uh, we'll get back into a brand new episode, okay? Love you. Have a great day. See you tomorrow. Hey, Kramer. This is Suzanne from Snellville, Georgia. And I was listening to you talk on today's episode about just feeling alone. And I thought, what if you tried to find something, a group that does stuff outdoors, like hiking, or now that you're in Baltimore, maybe skiing? I don't know if you've ever done that or could try that. But I'm sure there are people who are doing meetups that are COVID-friendly. Um, it seems like that's a good marketing tool right now. So... Anyway, just a thought to try that out and see if you can get with people outside and still wear masks, but um, be safer outside. So anyway, hope you find something to connect with. Love the show. Bye. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.